calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Les Hang Out, the podcast where we're just proud to be you and me, Ellie. So proud. <laughs> so proud. Full so of pride. Proud. From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And this week is Spirit Week. We are so excited because today is Snapback Day. So we want to see you all in your snapbacks. Post those pictures on social media. Use the hashtag LHO Spirit Week so we can see those pictures super easily. Wear your snapbacks. Tomorrow is Dapper Day. Wednesday is Pajama Day. Thursday is Cosplay Day, and Friday is Flag Day. So if you didn't join today, you have four more opportunities. Pick your favorite day, and we'd love to see your outfits. And we are closing in on the end of Season 5 coming up soon. We have a couple episodes left, but we just want to remind you we will be taking a brief hiatus for a few weeks over the summer, and during that time, we will be A, working on our next musical, but also getting ready for our live show of the Songs of the Flame in New York City on September 15th at 54 Below, and you can get your tickets now, and we cannot wait to see you there. In the Greater Les universe, we also want to talk about the Motherland Fort Salem trailer that came out. Listen, I'm not ready to say goodbye to this show. You know we never will be. No, we never will be. But we just want to take a minute to... We just can we talk about like that real quick double wedding situation that's going oh, on? Yeah. Like, I mean, is it fair, real? To be is fair, it a dream? It could only be one for me, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I is know. what I just we inquiring minds need to know what's happening. Yes. Um, also, I'm here for like the whole group hug situation between all four of the girls, and they're like. <laughs> I'm just, I'm dying. I'm into it. So anyways, we're very excited. I'm excited uh, to see where it goes. It's coming back, I think tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? I think from when the episode what? airs. 
I think it comes back on the 21st, so. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Everyone has so much to look forward to tomorrow. I'm excited for all of you and for us. So in my uh, Google search of gay news, I found this article called How to Get Gay Famous that was posted on Slate. And I sort of loved it, so I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. And it was just talking about how, like, because we know gay famous is different than mainstream famous, right? Like mm, famous sure. amongst the gays. But there's also been a lot of like shifting of it. So I thought it was just a really interesting take on it of like, okay, like being gay famous is about one's ability. It says, this is a quote, about one's ability to influence and support queer culture and prevent a novel version of gayness, which I like. But mm. then it also was talking about how like these gay celebrities like, have in the age of social media are like getting famous enough that they're like feeling some of the pressures of fame but like aren't being rewarded as much as the mainstream celebrities in terms of like financial success and stability so it's just like navigating that i thought it was a really cool article so if you want to check it out check it out on slate excellent finally this week and today especially i feel like i need to do uh, a quick shout out to me (laughs) and kelsey on our 11th wedding anniversary so congrats congrats to to you yes that's Um, huge a plus work thanks for putting up with me for this long i I appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't get sick of me thanks love okay Oh, so sweet. Let's have a moment of silence for that beautiful moment. (laughs) Is that what we do? A moment of silence? That feels um, really celebratory. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel emotional. All right, fine. Yay. (laughs) Ellie's like, I'm trying not to cry. Just stop it. Okay. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. We are so excited to bring you episode 21 of season five, Pride Fruit. Do you get it, listeners? Do you get it? <laughs> Lee was trying to come up with a million different <laughs> puns for pride. And the They're best we could come up with was dried fruit, pride fruit. <laughs> so here <laughs> we are. It's been a long day for both of us. But we are so happy to be here. We're going to keep it together. Talking to We're each gonna other. and a podcast you. episode. We got this. We got this. And, and if Ellie and I go off the rails, it's just, you know, it's listen. It's just how it is. And that's it's okay. It's just what we're going to get. It's We're closing in on the end of season five. We're doing great. We've, we done, we've gotten this far, Ellie. Yes. We can do this. So today, we're going to talk about Pride because it's Pride Month and we're gay. And so. it's been a while. We haven't done a Pride <laughs> episode in a long time. Yes, we were we, just trying yeah. to remember, like, where where did we last talk about Pride? And I think it was season one. Yeah. In 2018 right? was the last time we talked about Pride. So we figured a lot of stuff's been going on since 2018. With the two of us and with the entire world. Yeah, just a, there's <laughs> just, just a been few things one or, changed one or two things since that year. <laughs> <laughs> so we figured we'd talk about what's been going on for us with Pride and how sort of Pride has shifted as we get older, as the world shifts and changes. I mean, <laughs> gets on fire. You when, know. So when were Pride parades canceled? Do you know what I mean? Like there was two, it was two or three years we didn't have Pride. Question? I don't know. I haven't left my house in two years. Right? Like when's the last time you've, when's the last time you've been to a Pride parade? The last time I went to Pride was when you and I went to Pride together in In Boston. In 2019. In 2019. That was my last in-person Pride event. And then we did two years of porch Pride. Yes. 
right? So we've had at least two years of porch prides. True. And then now this is the third pandemic pride. Yep. So the last pride that we did as a civilization, we did together. Good for us. I know. At least we have that. I love to have special memories with you. I know. know? We didn't even know. We were just like dancing and hugging and taking pictures. Just breathing air around each other's faces. Craziness. I mean, we very rarely get to see each other in person. So I feel like that was a really nice pride. Because I got to see you. It was a nice pride. I was just looking. I'll be honest. I I was just looking for something. I can't remember what it was. But I ended up back going back through. You know when you did your 30 days leading up to your 30th birthday? And you had that post. And we had like you had the whole all the videos and stuff of us. And there were some of us at Pride there. And I was like, oh, remember that? I know. I also feel like that was. So 2019, we had our live show in Boston at WBUR City Space. And so that's why you were here there for. Well, you were there for a wedding and we ended up like making as much wrapping in during yeah, yeah, that weekend just... as we could. <laughs> we got to take advantage of when we are in the when same location. Close. We're like, all right, I know. let's make it work. It's also just like crushed dreams. But now I'm like, it's fine. But I wanted to talk a little bit about like what our dreams were for Pride because I feel like that Pride, I I at least was like, oh my God, like next year, what if like we did like even more for Pride and like yeah. me and you were like in the parade or like we were like hosting at an event or something like we're grand marshaling doing another, the freaking We thing. definitely talked about doing more live shows. Like yeah. we wanted to do another live show the next year. Yeah. Yeah. Grand Marshall. You and I. Grand Marshall. Yeah. Like Pride literally. <laughs> Taking over uh, the world. But but I mean, let's talk a little bit about how things have shifted because then we we shifted into Porch Pride and I do feel like I personally loved Porch Pride, and I'm glad that too. we I did too. made the best of it. This year, we're not going to be hosting Porch Pride, and it's just because it was a lot of planning for us, and we have been very overwhelmed this year. But who knows? Maybe next year we'll host it again, because I also think like it was a cool pandemic thing because people could get together safely with a small group of people. But I also think even outside of the pandemic, those are the types of pride events that I enjoy the most anyways. Mm-hmm. Like going to someone's house, hanging in their backyard, being around other people who are also queer, but like not having like I almost feel like the para- the parades are for very newly out queers, which is totally fine. Honestly, I think it's so exciting when you're newly out and you're like, holy shit, this is all for us. Like, you deserve to have those experiences. But I also think, like, once you're more established, once you've, like, found those people who you like and you want to spend time with, pride ends up being just, like, a bunch of young gays who love them and then, like, straight people who, like, want to pretend they're a part of everything. (laughs) And the allies. Yeah. They're allies. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's great. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that. And I still, like, you know what's funny is, like, I do feel like pride, like there's these, it's a roller coaster, right? There's these cycles, I feel like, over the course of people's like coming out journeys, like where you are kind of in life, like how many prides you've gone to, like what prides you go to. Because that's the other thing is like, I'll be honest, I can't tell. It's really hard for me to tell the separation between just like getting older and like 
having a family and less time and being tired all the time and how that also overlaps with the fact that like we moved out to the bay area and like i'll be honest like boston pride and san francisco pride are like vastly different things Mm -hmm. right like it's i mean we're gonna we'll i think we'll talk a little bit about like some of the ways in which it's different out here but i just feel like it's always been a little harder for me to like get super excited for it out here like the first year kelsey and i moved out here it was the pride that was hot on the heels of the doma repeal Mm -hmm. and that year was like super exciting and like just being there for it felt like so cool and just like so like everyone felt so connected and like but then beyond that like the other years that i've gone out here it's just been kind of like yeah okay yeah i think it's sort of that way about parades in general like do what other parades have you been to that you've like really enjoyed? Do you know what I mean? Well, that's a hard question because most of the th- stuff that I have done, like, I mean, Kelsey and I have been together for an awful long time and like she hates crowds, like hates it. So it's there's like always kind of a balance of like what's something that she would enjoy that isn't going to be like overrun with people. I will say it's not a parade. <laughs> But I think it's like one, it's not a parade, but it's the only like similar event that I do think that we like enjoy. It was like Marathon Monday in Boston, you know, it's because it's like it's still crowded and it's like there's still just like people everywhere, but it's like a similar, you're just like, this is the day we're all celebrating the day. And it's like, because it's it's so much more spread out too, you know, because you have like 26 fucking miles to spread out over. But it's like, that's the kind of event that like, you know, like Kelsey will go to, but they're just not, it's not her thing, you yeah. know? And so there's there's a little bit of a balance. I do want to try Oakland Pride. Oakland Pride happens at a different time of the year. I think it's in like October. And I've never gone to that out here. And I feel like it's going to be smaller and like might be more of that type of event that yeah. I'm hoping for than San Francisco Pride ends up being all the time. I think too, like, because I've done a lot of different prides. Well, maybe not a lot of different prides, but Mostly like Boston and New York and New York Pride is like so overwhelming. Mm. But the thing that I love about New York Pride is like also the it's like the parade. Like you want to go for like a minute to be like, I'm here and this is cool. But it's really the events throughout the weekend, like the rooftop parties. And like, you know, that like like I went for World Pride, which was when was that? It must have been the same year that we went to Boston Pride, 2019. And that was crazy because it was like everyone was in New York City for that weekend. So it just felt like so there's like an electric feeling of like, yeah, the entire city of New York is like celebrating everyone being gay. (laughs) But like parades in general, I feel like it's not necessarily the parade. It's like the parties surrounding it. It's the community that you find, like, when you're there. Like, St. Patrick's Day in Boston is, like, I don't know the last time I've, like, watched the St. Patrick's Day parade, but, like, I always go to my mom's friend's Trish. Trish's house. Everyone knows Trish from episode one. Gotta tell Trish. But we'll always go there. And it's, like, you know, it's just, like, a celebration of – it's, like, a celebration of being Irish, but I feel like it's, like, so much of just, like – we're celebrating because we're Bostonians. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very like hardcore Boston thing. And and Boston goes 
hard hard St. Patrick's Day. It's that the St. Patrick's Day Boston parade is Kelsey's legit nightmare because it's like not just crowds, it's like crowds of drunk people. Oh yeah, yeah. And, they're so bad. Uh, and she has a, a phobia of people vomiting, and so it is it is a bad situation <laughs> all around to try to leave our house on St. Patrick's Day. No, they're so Boston. bad. They're so bad. It's it's real bad. It's also like I think the last St. Patrick's Day. The last time we tried to go to the St. Patrick's Day parade, like I literally ended up on the tee, like trying to protect some woman's like baby in a stroller, you know, because there's oh like there's God. like three or four of us who are kind of like all just like arms over this kid pushing against the opposite wall because there's just so many there's so many people like it's bonkers when you get on the train. And so, you know, it, there's just like the the push of bodies where you're like, we're going to squash this small child and like. Yeah. So that was fun. Just good times. It is too much. It is too much. That's a little much. But yeah, I think it just depends on like who you're with and like exactly what you're doing. You know? Well, and that's that's what I was gonna say is that it's like I feel like now, because it's I'm it's just occurring to me now that we're talking about this, that since 2019 was the last year I went to Pride and it was we had had Eloise, Kelsey was pregnant with Audrey. I was out in Boston that year um for the wedding and for our show. And it's occurring to me that then since then, it's been a pandemic, we have never brought the girls to a Pride ever. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? As much as I'm like, I feel like there are a lot of ways in which I'm like kind of over certain parts of like the, yeah, like the kind of early years that you go to Pride. And like some of that magic is going to be lost, like, you know, and that's fine. But there is something that like, as I'm thinking about it now, I'm like, oh, I want to like get the girls little like pride shirts and like little rainbow exactly. tops and, and like put them on your shoulders well i don't put know them how on my they're too big to put on your shoulders now like, they're heavy these days but like i will work it out for fucking pride yeah. like i just i want to take them because i do think that it's like you know like we we are trying to like normalize as much as we can like and you know like not have it be like, it's not, like, a thing so far yet to them that they yeah. have two moms. But, like, I also want them to grow up and, like, have that context of, like, queer community and, like, see the queer joy at, like, Pride and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, I want to bring, bring them. I want to take them to Pride. Well, you got to check like, out Oakland Pride. I bet you they have, like, a family day even, too. Yeah, I bet they do. Like, I bet, I mean, I bet both San Francisco and yeah. Oakland have, like, family-based events and stuff like that. And I just feel like it'd be really be, like, nice. Fun. They're Because they're not going to get it at all. It's going to be, like, so funny to try to explain to them right now to be like, we'll see. <laughs> well, okay, so I have a question for you that's controversial. Okay, do it. But, you know, when we talk about, like, don't say gay and blah, 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 right? Basically, okay, like, I was in the Provincetown Carnival Parade when I was eight years old. I think I said this to everyone in the Pride thing. And there are men there in assless chaps, like, BDSM floats, like, Mm -hmm. very intensely sexual things in the parade. I'm all for it. How do you feel about that with your children? I'm all for it. Listen, here's the thing. A, I understand that, like, I mean, sure, we're raising our kids to, like, speak French and stuff, but, like, there are a lot of things that I kind of would love to adopt a slightly more European mentality as opposed to, like, puritanical U.S. views of stuff where it's, like, nudity is not an issue for me in terms of our kids, honestly. Like, that doesn't 
phase me because it's like the same way that I'm like, would I bring them to like a public pool in France where like half the people are going to be topless? Like, yeah, who fucking cares? Like they see us topless or naked all the time. Like this is not a big problem in my life. And I think that to me, those are like great opportunities to just like have age appropriate conversations about like what pride is and like what you know if someone's like walking around and assless traps dude like that's just not really a thing as they get older like do you want to have more conversations yeah. about some of this stuff that's happening and like why people feel free to let loose at pride like sure whatever but right now like they're just bodies like they just they're not weird about bodies right now you know yeah. so like i mean i don't know personally I don't super have a problem with it. I I get, just I get people fall <laughs> everywhere on the spectrum on this. I yeah. get it. I get it. But it's just like, like I, yeah, I don't know. They're just bodies. It's a good opportunity to talk about bodies. We talk about bodies a lot anyways, you know, because yeah. it's like we're kind of still trying. I mean, they're so young. So it's like you're trying to normalize like language around our bodies. You're trying to normalize like. They're, like, just starting to kind of, like, grasp that there is are, like, different types of bodies and genitals mm. and stuff. And so it's, like, you know, you're trying to also normalize, like, the language around them and normalize, like, yeah, like, you pee sitting down. Like, people with vulvas pee sitting down. And, like, and like trying to, nor- like, distance, like, gender from genitalia and stuff like that. Like, we have those conversations all the time. So I'm, like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> they are just more bodies to use those examples. That's cool. It's fine. Nice. <laughs> I was just curious. Because I'm like, I remember that. Nobody had a conversation with me about bodies. I just I just was on the float and was like, that's that. <laughs> men are, You're like, there's a lot of there's naked There's a people. lot of naked yeah. men. That's burned into my brain forever. We'll find out when Kelsey listens to this episode if she feels the same. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just, I don't know. But that's also what I find so exciting, but like fascinating about Pride is that like, like, Carnival in P-Town is not technically Pride, but, like, they have a huge parade, and it is, like, bigger than Pride in P-Town. And, like, I was on, like, a float with a bunch of dogs from the dog cafe in town. And then there's, like, a float for, like, the place where all the bears go to, like, have BDSM sex. And they're just, like... <laughs> yeah. And I'm just, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, like, throwing beads out into the audience and, like... Same thing, like, with, like, with drag queens and stuff like that. Like, went to drag shows when I was, like, six or seven years old and then, like, was, ex- like, saw them out of drag after and then had to, like, have those conversations. But I think it's good to expose your kids to those things early on so, like, they're not uncomfortable with them. Yeah, and so they're just not things. And, yeah, like, that's like, the thing. It's, like, yeah. they're not things then you know like i feel like there's so many things in the u.s where we're just like well this is like a real big deal and you're like actually nowhere else like (laughs) it's just not a thing like bodies are bodies and like that's okay like yep and and especially because so much of the stuff that it's like especially like okay listen i don't want to get i don't want to get distracted into a huge like kink discourse because i we've done it it's all been done we have we do this every year i get it but it's like we talk about these things as though kids have a context to put any of this in and like they they, they don't. fucking don't yeah they just don't like 
your kid is not looking at somebody in a dog collar and being like, wow, that person likes to have a certain type of sex. Like, no, dude. <laughs> no, your kid is like, that's a nice necklace. And you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's a nice necklace. Good for them. Like, and they're like, can I wear it? Yeah. <laughs> like, can I like, wear a necklace, sir? Just, they don't. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Like, there's. Yeah. It's only there if you make it a weird thing. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like for me, I'm super excited at the idea of like bringing them to Pride and like sure family events, just because like I think they'll get bored at a parade, honestly. Yeah. But also just to like go and like start also introducing the idea of like, hey, there are ways in which like families like ours are special, and we get this fun party, and like, yeah. that's cool and fun and like unique for us and it's just for us and like silly straight people don't get it <laughs> <laughs> i mean have you i know you haven't gone to a pride parade but like have you done anything for pride month with the girls like even just like at home i mean i've done like some of the you know like i took we've done like some photos for like uh spirit week and stuff with the girls and stuff yeah. but it they it, they don't it's get hard. That it's they don't like, yeah, yeah they've been so young you know it's yeah. like i feel like this is kind of the first year where it feels like they would be old enough to like go to something you know yeah so no not a ton but it's also like it is just funny because there's some of those things where I'm like I don't even know how to try to explain this to you because so far the idea that like it's weird to have two moms like has never really occurred to you and like you also don't and you also don't like want yeah to like have right exactly yeah, yeah. so so we'll see I mean I think we'll have to you know as they get older I think we'll have to figure out how we start navigating that but yeah. I feel like pride would be like a fun like a fun introduction it would be fun. to like I have a friend Taylor who has two well she has two moms and then they got divorced so now she has four moms which love, live in the dream love that Double can I tell moms. you sorry <laughs> can I tell you I'm just gonna interrupt to tell you the cutest story which is that we do tell um tell the girls all the time that like you know because every time they ask sometimes where they're like oh like does this person have like a mom and dad and we're like yeah and then we're always like and you have two moms like aren't you so lucky and we took the girls to there's like this little like farm where you can like go and like pet the feed the animals yeah, yeah. and stuff whatever up in the the hills behind us and and we took them there one day and we were walking with Eloise and there was this family walking towards us that was there with, you know, it must have been like a mom and her sister and like maybe her mom. Like, I don't know. They just yeah, had yeah. like this little kid walking with like three women with him. And Eloise looks at him and she was like, she was like, mommy, that little kid has three mommies. He's even luckier than we are. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, that is the best take I have ever, ever heard in my life. So four moms. It's the so luckiest. Um, so just great. Lucky. Doing great. Seriously. But I feel like that was her experience where she went to Pride so often. One of her moms is actually um, a DJ. So she would like DJ all kinds of Pride events. And she is like one of the most like free human beings ever. Like in a great way. Just sort yeah. of like, I think it definitely does like give you less of a coming from myself who was raised Catholic. Very much the different, opposite D- just of a that. little different, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of like a much like easier time, easier is maybe not the right word, but you know what I mean. Not as much conflict internally about sexuality, which I think is great. Goddamn Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> In today's episode of Let's Hang Out, we're gonna unpack some trauma, we're gonna unpack um... some shit. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. 
But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. No, let's not. Let's just. But it's okay. But let's talk. Okay. I wanted to talk about in this Pride episode because the last time we did Pride was 2019 together. Mm -hmm. Since then, I actually think I went to New York Pride last year. So I did start going back to Pride events, and it was, like, a different feeling mm-hmm. because, I mean, in many ways, right? Number one, like, I don't think I didn't go to the parade at all because I didn't want to. We went to a rooftop party, and I just feel like everyone was 25,000 times more happy to be at Pride because it was, like, to understand what life was like without it. Yeah. Even though I'm saying like, oh, I'm over some of this stuff, but like not I'm not over like taking a breath. Like I think for all of us, too, it's like the older we get, the busier we get, the crazier life gets. And you're like, like I at on June 1st this year, to be honest, I was like, oh, it's pride, you know, like because I'm like, oh, I have so much shit going on. But I feel like sitting down, going to an event that like really puts in front of your face, like look at all of these people who are celebrating our community, like, gives you a moment of pause to really appreciate all of the things that we've all been through collectively. Mm -hmm. So that was just, like, so, like, I don't think there's, like, I think there always will be a place for those collective events, like, for wherever you are. The thing is, is, like, you forget, right? Because it's, like, we talked, the last time we did a Pride episode, all those years ago, we talked about, like, your first pride, right? And like everybody remembers their first pride. And can I tell you the stupidest thing? Yes. This is listen, we're just we're we're I'm we can't keep it together. This it's episode fine. is gonna be okay. <laughs> You'll appreciate how insane this story is, but I just have to tell it anyways, because I think I mentioned in so we have meetings for the musical we're working on every week. And I think I mentioned in our meeting this week that I had been reading this 
kind of bonkers Wilds fan fiction. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. This is where we're going right now. But okay, it was a, it was super cute. Yes, it was Shelby and Tony. Get off my back, everybody. But it included this like really I did not expect to like get super emotional reading this fan fiction. And it included this scene and it's like little Texas conservative Christian family household Shelby good kind going to her first pride when she's like trying to accept herself and she's painting the rainbows on her cheeks and she's got little rainbow earrings in and she just like goes to pride and is surrounded by people who are like happy for her dating a girl and it but and it was like you know and it's like it's fan fiction, so you're, like, getting her whole, like, thought process about it and just, like, how much it meant to her. And I was, like, oh, like, you forget that, you know? Exactly. Like, you... And I was, like, I was surprised. I was, like, oh, I'm, like, getting a little choked up about, like, that, that like, first pride experience where it's, like, that first time where you go and you're, like, my people, you know? Exactly. And you're, like, this is me and it's okay. And there's, like, all these other people and it's them, too. And you're just, like, and I was, like, oh, Like, you don't ever, you don't ever get that back, you know? And I feel like that's what you're describing is what it reminds me of. Is yeah, like, exactly. It was, like, it was, like, okay, now recapturing I've some of gotten that. it like, sort of back. Yeah, because yeah. it was, like. Oh, I haven't done this in a while. And now I'm like, oh my God, this is so... Yeah, it felt like just like revisiting First Pride for sure. Because for everyone, it felt like the First Pride in a new way. And your First Pride is like, there's just, there's nothing like it. Like, there's nothing like it. There's just like a laser beam too. Like, there's something about, especially for people who have not, don't get acceptance from the people closest to them. There is mm-hmm. something so powerful about that, like, collective, like, rainbow beam of acceptance, yeah. right? Like, where it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, and that's, like, and that's why it's so interesting to me to think about taking the, the girls there. Because it's, like, I feel like for so many of us, the reason that that first pride is so important is because... It is hard, like, regardless of your upbringing, your journey, your coming out story, like, whatever, I just feel like, especially at a certain age, like, I'm hoping that this is actually maybe starting to change, like, in younger generations, but I feel like so many of us, there is still a certain amount of, like, internalized shame when you first come out. You know, and like stuff, just stuff that you have to unpack, stuff that you have to work around or like work through. And I think that like you go to your first pride and it is just it is that like being slapped in the face with just like queer joy. And it is like the antithesis of shame and of hiding. And it's just like that light and like the amount that it just like lifts everything off of you that first time, you know, where you're just like. Wow. <laughs> like what? I'm gay and it's great. Yeah. And yeah. it's like I feel like now like it's so much easier. I get like I wonder if that's like part of why it's less magical now. You know, because realistically like now like we've just been at a place in our lives you both you and I I think for such a long yes. time where we're just like I fucking love being gay. It's the fucking best. Like well, wouldn't trade it for literally <laughs> anything. Like ew straight people why why well, would yeah. I want to be that? That's and why it's like, just, I like I literally have a part in this outline that says pride all year long because it's like <laughs> I do feel like I I have cr- like I created yeah. that world around myself where I'm like 
I have very few people around me that are not queer. And if they are not, if they are straight, like they are like, they are still that like intense beacon of acceptance. Like I would not have a straight human being around me who like has any sort of homophobia inside of them. Like I have pushed that all out of my life and like surrounded myself with pride every day, basically. Like, which is like literally how I think we should all live or if we can, if we can, I know it's not easy for everyone, but like, it just makes life so much easier. Like, mm-hmm. so much easier. Well, and it, it does take a little bit of the magic away, right? Because it's, like, I feel like it's less of a, less of the case now. Well, I mean, sure, like, pride, you know, listen, we all know, like, Pride was a riot. Like, it is a different event now. And I feel like it's not that Pride is not radical still. Like, it is. It is. It's just, I think the contrast changes as you start to, like, have your life be that more, you know? Yep. Where, like, yeah, like, so, just so much of our, like, who we are and, like, what our lives are is just, like, being as gay as As possible possible. and, like, living our best gay lives all the time. And I'm, like, I'm always living my best gay life. Like, it doesn't, it's not just at Pride anymore. It's not, like, you go to Pride and be, like, this is me and it's okay. It's, like, that's, yeah. That's every day. Yeah, yeah. This this is us, and and we 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 think we're pretty okay. Yep. Like you know, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're kind of okay with us. Um, like what? I'm curious. What are your plans for Pride this year? I literally don't even know. I haven't even looked anything up. I'm so tired. <laughs> I know. Well, for <laughs> so tired for right time now. Out, we're going to be doing Spirit Week, which I yes, also really we're like. Doing Spirit Week, I am very excited for. In it. the way, I that, feel like, like last year yeah. I kind of I like I missed a lot of Spirit Week. It was. We got to get it's back busy. on the horse. It's I, think I know t- we just we had everything going on with the musical last year, and the girls were younger, and it was it was just. But yeah, was we got to really do up Spirit Week and just like remind ourselves every day of that week, which is June twentieth, how gay we are. This episode's actually coming out the Monday of Spirit Week, so which ev- is the twentieth, and it's my anniversary. Oh, oh. Gay, 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 gay. I also am a missing Boston Pride this year which is the first time in a while that I won't be in Boston for Pride. But I'm going to Barcelona (laughs) with all of my queer friends. We have 12 of us. And we're going to just like go to a music festival and be gay. So like to me, that is Pride. Yeah. It's like doing something really fun with all my gay friends. I'm taking the whole week off of work and not worrying about that, which is why I'm stressed as hell right now. But (laughs) by the time I'm there, things will be wrapped up. But yeah, it's like that. Those are like the pride events for me, right? Like going, getting to go to Greece with all my friends for two of my friends' gay weddings, you know, like on Sunday, we're having a little like get together in someone's backyard. And we're like, it's open invite to like any queer people. So it's like even new gays will be there. So I don't know. For me, it's just like figuring out when to make time for my queer friends now that I'm so busy, which I always have been busy. But you know what I mean? You? (sighs) I don't know. You never have anything going on. I never. I only I always I don't know how I managed to give myself more to do. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked. uh, I haven't looked up like what. When SF Pride is, it must be coming up pretty soon. But like, I don't know. I mean, 
I kind of, I like alluded to it a little earlier on and it's like, I feel like SF Pride for me is just, it's super corporate. Like, I don't know if people have gone and it's not like it, the parade, especially I think like more so than a lot of the rest of it. It's just, it's, this area is, I mean, you know, it's like tech central yeah. And so it's just like you go to Pride and it's like, okay, it's Pride. Here is the 800 people walking for Google and Salesforce and like just all in their like Rainbow shirts, yeah, yeah. branded shirts. And you're just like, yeah, I mean, I, I get it, but it's like, it just, it feels different yeah I also would, <laughs> it feels different i also would like to say i don't know i'm sure there are people listening in boston i definitely didn't go to boston pride last year but like i actually think boston pride didn't happen and mm. this like ties in a lot with corporate corporate things as well like literally like boston pride turned into something that was like not even for the queer community it was like yeah. exploiting the queer community for this parade to the point where they literally got shut down because they were, like, being racist, being homophobic, like, horrible things because of corporations, right? And I think that there was actually, like, a separate, like, a separate Pride event that was created, like, outside of official Boston Pride to, like, counteract that. But I feel like that, like, there is a bit of a reckoning for corporate Pride that I think needs to happen. Oh, I mean, because it's just so tiring, like you know? Where it's just like, no. Like, and the fact that as a podcast, too, we know this happens. Like, every June. Oh, yeah. <laughs> corporations are like, hey, we want to give you money, right? And to be fair. Not a I, lot. Just like a little yeah, bit yeah, of it. Yeah, just a little bit. Just to, like, ease our guilt about. Just like, enough that it. you'll say how great we are. Yeah, yeah. Besides, I will say, um, barefoot, like, yeah. puts their money where their mouth is. So I don't want to. Yeah, they've been great. Honestly, they gave us money for Porch Pride and they like have a lot of stuff that they do year round and they have a lot of LGBTQ employees. So I don't want people to assume who we're talking about, but it's just like corporations in general, right? Where it's just like, okay, so we get your money in June and then like you forget about us. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Like, I think it's like far more impactful for corporations to like spread their money out over the year for LGBTQ people like. Instead of like, okay, yeah, we're going to march in one parade. Like, it's it, it's lip service. It is. And it's also like, I mean, this is this is what I think it's funny is like, you know, when you were asking before of like, how, how do we feel about like kinky stuff at Pride or like whatever, if we were going to bring the girls? And I'm like, listen, honestly, like I would much rather have a Pride with like zero Salesforce than, <laughs> <laughs> yes. than like no kink. Yes. Like, because yes. that, that's that would act- feel- Yeah, yeah more authentic to me because i'm like actually if you told me like hey here is a pride event like corporations are banned i'd be like yes. a fucking plus like seriously great 10 out of 10 will be there like that's actually what i want versus all of this just it because it just doesn't feel real it and i think that's the thing is like to me pride is like being authentic it is being your authentic self and then you show up and it's just like fucking google being like we love the gays and you're like fuck out of here with that like, also just... where does the money go like i think that was like such a question with boston pride which is why i got canceled of like 
all right, be transparent about your budget. Like you got all this money yeah. from corporations. Who's getting it? Who's getting it? Yeah. <laughs> Where is it going? Is it going back into our community? Is it going to the organizers? Great is question. It, right? Like literally where is the money going? And I need to know that. But yeah. So- is it going to pay the police to stand along the parade route yeah, for the entire like, day? I, like where, where is that money is going? Money going? Yeah. So, I mean, we we could talk all day about we've talked about our like uh what is it? Like rainbow um a rainbow economy. Also, like oh, yeah, rainbow yeah. dollars going to rainbow people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it just feels like I just can't I can't do it with like I would much rather go to like a pride event that's been organized by a member of the community that's like especially as event organizers, we understand how much work goes into yeah. those events, like that you're literally like providing a service for our community to like connect and meet. That's something else we had talked about doing. Remember when we were going to do a, a, a queer prom? prom? Oh, queer prom. Oh, we yeah, were going to yeah, do yeah. that too. I was thinking we were going to do like a like a pride prom. prom. I know. Yeah, in LA. We had talked about that. <sighs> One day. Uh, so many plans. So many plans. So many, so plans, many plans derailed. Yeah, I'm like, if there's anyone out, also, if, this is a cry for help. If there's anyone out there who feels passionate about connecting the queer community and wants to help us with our events, we could definitely use some help because we want to do so much more than we can. We do want to do a lot of things. We want to do so I know. much. We ha- but remember that? We were going to talk. We I yeah, feel we like when we were at Pride yeah. in Boston in 2019, that's what we were talking about for like the next year was like we were going to plan like a grassroots queer prom for LA Pride the next year. It would have been great. It would have been a One great One of time. these days. We should reach out to Lauren and Nicole again, see if they're still in. I know. Seriously. I'm in. I'm in. I want to buy a new suit. That's a good excuse. Oh, my God. I don't have a lot of excuses to buy new suits these days. Every time I tell Kelsey, she's like, what are you going to wear it to? And I'm like, you don't know. (laughs) You don't know what I'll wear it to. I told myself, and this is true, I will do it. The first, like, big commission I get, suit. Dude, yes. Can we get new suits together? Can we get matching suits? Can we get, like, coordinating suits? We're doing it. We'll look so dope. We're doing it. Okay, let's get let's get really awesome suits, and then let's do let's like see each other's faces in person yep. again because it's been like almost it's a been year too and long. I hate it. And then we can do another photo shoot because we don't have we don't ever have photos together. <laughs> yes, let's do a suit photo shoot. We totally got derailed, but like not really a suit shoot. Sorry, suit shoot, suit, suit shoot, riot. <laughs> <laughs> Pride was a suit shoot riot. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm sold. Oh my God. Okay. But yeah, those are my thoughts on Pride. I still feel like there's a, I still feel like it's very important for our community to come together and to take the time to like stop for a breather and remember, hey, let's come together. Let's remember what Pride is really about. It's about all of those who came before us who fought for our rights. It's about coming together as a community and supporting each other. It's about celebrating our identity in ways that maybe we don't feel super comfortable doing year round. It is it still has a very big place. I think it's just like changing what type of pride you celebrate. Well, and I guess maybe what we can also do with that is like, I mean, listen, I know that we always have our little plugs to like email us and DM us and like, please do that too. But like, honestly, like what are things, that's what I'd love to know is like, where are people at? Like, what are the kinds of things you want 
to have for pride, you know, and like, because I mean, you know, listen, as much as we don't ever have more time on our hands, <laughs> this is this is our jam. This is what Ellie and I want to do is like, we just want to ha- make queer fun joy and stuff. So yeah, if you have like thoughts or ideas or like, you're like, you know what I wish existed for pride, like, please send us those. You can email us at lessingoutpod yes. at gmail.com. Um, or like DMS anywhere, but like tell us that stuff because you know you know us. You're gonna give Ellie an idea, and she's just gonna be like, "Let's <laughs> do it tomorrow." I literally so. planned. We planned the first board ride in like two weeks. That was psychotic. I was like, "It's May." Yeah, we need it was some- crazy. We need to do something for Pride. Porch Pride coming up. Here we go. Yeah, it was crazy. But it's time for our Q and Gay. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Q Q Q and Gay. All right. Question number one. When was your first out Pride? A, the 70s, B, the 80s, C, the 90s, D, the aughts and the 10s. Okay, my first out pride must have been my sophomore year of high school, junior year of high school. So in the aughts, it was probably mm-hmm. like 02, 03, something like that. I think mine was 20. Like 20 years ago. Maybe it's been 20 years since That's my first crazy. pride, Ellie. Fuck. That is crazy. Fuck. Um, oh, I'm no. pretty sure mine was in 20. 13. No, 2014. Yeah, 2014, New York Pride. Been going in the closet for a long time. <laughs> I just love Pride. It's so weird. It's my That's like asking when year. was your first gay prom, and you're like, never, and also every and year. And everyone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, question two. Have you ever been in a Pride parade? A, yes. B, no. C, not yet. I like the hopefulness of that right? choice. Right, like maybe soon. Yeah, I like it. I'm right going to say stars. yes, because I was in that Provincetown parade. It wasn't exactly Pride, but it was Pride. It was Pride. What about you, Lee? Yeah, we used to go with uh, the church we were in in Boston. We used to be in the parade every year. That was nice. why we had our we were on the float that year that we got married, and we had the, like, getting gay married in nine days Aww. sign. Good times. Good times. All right, question number three. How do you celebrate Pride? A, with a few friends. B, Pride Parade. C, spend all your money on the gays, or D, take a trip. Oh, geez. I feel like lately it's been spend all my money on the gays, but mm. I did just order one of our new pride shirts. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited nice. for it. With the, um, um, the ice, cream ice cream one. Cone. Yeah, because yeah, so I made it and it's cute and I wanted one. So it is. Um, but adorable. yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's been a lot of like the past few years just because we, it's been hard to get out of the house and do stuff. So got to switch it up. Got to switch it up. For me, it's like, it's with a few friends, but also this year I'm taking a trip, so I'm excited about that. And I do like to travel for Pride. Like, I have, I really want to hit more Prides. Like, this year my friend Rebecca is going to L.A. Pride, and I'm like, it's the same time we're in Barcelona. But, like, yeah. I would go, like, try to do L.A. Pride. I really want to do Toronto Pride. A few years ago we were trying to do Montreal Pride, and then, you know, didn't work out. But I would love to, like, travel around to a few different Prides. Really that would see. be fun. Yeah, I just want to see like what the difference is between the spots. Okay, question four. What is the worst branded pride item out of A, Levi's denim chaps, B, Marks and Spencer LGBT sandwich, lettuce, guac, bacon, and tomato sandwich, C, gayo, <laughs> gay, gay mayo, rain, <laughs> rainbow mayo, gayo, or D, DNC, Pride gear, Democrat, Democratic Pride Pride. gear. Vote with pride. 
Vote with pride. Um, I have to say the denim chaps crack <laughs> They offend me you so much. Up. I was saying this to Lee before, but I'm like, if you look at these Levi's denim chaps, they're assless chaps on, on Levi's website. They took them down probably because so many people were like, Levi, what the hell are you doing? But they have jean shorts underneath them. And my thing is, if you don't have the audacity to put those assless chaps up with an ass showing, you shouldn't have made them in the first place. Show some D on your site, Levi's, is all we're saying. Are, even like, if it was just from behind. Yeah, like, show, just show, show the ass. ass. Show the ass, But, like, on. you're literally, like, if there's a guy who's, like, looking behind. Listen, if he's, it like, is looking pride, behind him sexily, like... Oh, look it. And with denim shorts jeans, on underneath. Denim shorts Ugh. with assless straps. So like, what is the point it's, of this? It's a it's a horror. It's, it's like so an assault bad. on everyone. But here's the thing. If it's Pride Month and you're not willing to put like an intro, you know, when you go on a page and they have that like, are you 18? You must be 18 plus to enter. Like if you're afraid to put a click through so that you can show some fucking ass on Don't your denim chaps. For pride, then like you don't support the gays. Yep. <laughs> Levi's, you, you didn't do it right. <laughs> you don't. This is this is homophobic. That's what that is. Not right. I hate crime. <sighs> All right. Question number five. What's your favorite Pride weekend? A. L. A. B. New York. C. Toronto. D. San Francisco. Okay, I feel like this question is a little bit of a hate crime too because I literally haven't done like any of the others except for San Francisco and I can't say it's my favorite. But okay. I guess I'll say you like Boston? Boston for now. Yeah. I did like Boston. I was going to throw Boston on there, but I don't know. Maybe I'll throw it on. But I was just like, these are the biggest ones I feel like in terms of the amount of people who attend them. For me, it's going to be New York out of those, mm. even though I do love Boston too. But New York has like such an energy. You can't miss it. And the parties are so good. Yeah. Someday, you someday, I'll fly out. We'll do New York Pride together and we'll do it. a live show again. Finally. <laughs> Yay. Remember, you can also give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from all of you and we love continuing to build this community. So we just like to shout out some of our favorite things that we've heard from our listeners every episode. And this week, we want to shout out one of our listeners, Maggie, who reached out to us on Instagram, um, A, saying how much she loves the podcast. And uh, we, just, we always love hearing that. It makes us so happy. But also with this incredible queer story of finding like a pride parade with a whole bunch of like protesters who were like protesting the parade and how she like parked her car, got out and and, like, blasted, I think, Born This Way and, like, Classic. danced in front of, like, the protesters and just, I, it was incredible. An incredible I, story, incredible moment. A-plus work, Maggie. Love it. Yes, so, I also thank would like to so say, much. and to quote Maggie, it was danced my ass off. Yes, it, precisely. Wagged my tongue at them, shook my ass, and danced my tiny little queer heart out. I love it. Oh it my just, god, it made that me smile so, so big good. reading it. So. I love that so much. So yes, thank you so much for listening, Maggie, and you are incredible. And as always, we want to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons: Mark Foster, Jess Klaus, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rosashino, Sarah and Julia, Danny Gunlock Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, Stacy, Adi Benitez, Fiona W, Whitney Lennon, Jennifer Trujillo, and our King Princess patrons: Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley. Liz Chen, Julia Gonzalez, and Ashley White. Thank you all so much. We could not keep doing this podcast without all of you and all of our patrons. Uh, and you're all just the best. The best. 
Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hang Out Pod. You can email us at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. And you can check out our production company website at dollarbeanproductions.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you haven't listened to all the episodes of The Flame, they are all up. You can find them on any podcasting app. Uh, and make sure you're all cut up before our next musical comes out. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash lifehangonpod to catch them. If you want to help support the podcast, there are so many ways that you can do that. The first one is to leave us a rating and a review on the Apple Podcasts app. It's free and easy and helps new people find the show. If you want to support us on Patreon and join our Patreon family, you can do that at bit.ly slash Patreon. We have a patron-only Discord chat. We will be having Les Central's watch party. Our next one is going to be for Hulu's crush. So get in on that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. And if you want to help support us in making our queer podcast musicals, we have a Patreon just for that. Now that we have wrapped up our crowdfunding campaign, we're going to be really putting a little bit more time into posting some behind the scenes stuff, getting some sneak peeks at things for our Patreon supporters. You can find that at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash shop. Pride Month is the perfect time to get it. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out.